the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. Gather around, little kiddos, because I got a little story to tell you about a certain player prop that was making the rounds across legal sportsbooks yesterday. It involves one of my favorite guys in the entirety of sports, Mandatory Montgomery. And I was uh, waiting on pins and needles for various player props to surface. Uh, And unbeknownst to me, the Bears and Bengals were really one of the first games in which the odds makers were able to roll out uh, some of the various player props. And I pulled up uh, my DraftKings app. I saw that Dave Montgomery was at 66 and a half rush yards. I'm like, oh, it's the Bengals. I understand that they only gave up 61 on the ground last week to Dalvin Cook on 20 carries. But this is supposed to be a bottom quarter unit across the defensive line, according to esteemed prognosticators and publications like Pro Football Focus. So I smashed the over on the 66 and a half. Uh, and a few minutes later, uh, it suddenly dropped to 63 and a half, smashed the over again. And then two hours later, it dropped one more time to 59 and a half. And what did I do? I said, oh, let's uh, let's triple down. On that bad boy, smashed the over again. So, unlike the advice that uh, the good sir and I typically give you here on this podcast, we normally say make sure you pounce on various player props when inefficient market lines are set. The first one was inefficient, the second one was more inefficient, and the third one was egregiously inefficient, Lundy. Uno dos trace. You could say I'm heavily invested in mandatory Montgomery. <laughs> well, I mean, we already knew that. You you sound a lot like me uh, with that Broncos-Giants game on Sunday yeah. because I was all over the Broncos minus three and a half. Then I live bet it during the game because at one point the Broncos were plus one and a half wow. on the live line. And I was like, no, 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 no. Daniel Jones can't keep this up. Trust me. Uh, and sure enough, Von Miller and company took care of him. But yeah, I mean, look, it, we, we do preach it here pounce early because a lot of times that's where you can either find a an inefficiency or b something before it gets juiced up and that to me is the other real key here even if the number doesn't move you could wind up as we're going to talk about here a little later on in the pod with a couple of, of picks you could wind up with something that uh, by the time you do get around to doing it, now you're looking at minus 130, 135, 145, even upwards of 160 uh, on the juice if you're not careful. So it was definitely anybody that follows you on Twitter uh, at Noisy Huevos would have seen uh, this soap opera unfolding as you were following Montgomery. It was mind blowing. It didn't make any damn sense. I'm like, why are they lowering the line? Who is smashing yeah. the under? When in reality, well, I, th- I think what it was, Lundy, was that DraftKings. Posted the line first, and then they saw their competitors. Like Caesars came out. Caesars like, oh no, that's too high. We're gonna we're gonna undercut you. So they followed that lead, and then they Caesars undercut them again. They're like, okay, we'll just line up with Caesars at fifty nine and a half. Sure, why not? And by the way, it's back up to sixty three and a half. And I'm thinking about hitting it for a fourth time on the over because none of it makes any sense. Well, it could be that, or it could be that the uh, the the folks that work like in the lines, the odds making, the risk management, everything at DK, maybe uh, there was a happy hour yesterday, and uh, you know, free beer, free beer, open like, bar. 
hey, uh, watch this. <laughs> and they're just in there. And maybe they're actually following you on Twitter. Like, watch, watch. Brad's head's going to explode. Ready? Go. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what happened. Uh, you know, consider my cranium cracked. Uh, as a result of what transpired yesterday. Uh, speaking of cranium exploding, uh, we took the day off yesterday, Lundy, yeah, uh, but yeah, you did yeah. not because what did you hit on Monday? You, you were, I, we didn't take yesterday off because you needed a breather. You were trying to avoid me on Monday night because I made a few bets on Monday night football, but I didn't do a ton. But I had had a really good weekend. You and I both had a very good weekend. And so, I don't know, maybe it was just an itch. So I put together a two-leg, a four-leg, and a six-leg in Major League Baseball and hit all of them. Um, And one of them, I actually, I've told you guys before, it's what I like to use my free bets on. It's kind of the, well, what the hell kind of thing with the free bets. Well, I had a free bet that I used on one of those that was a $25 freebie and smashed it out of the park uh, like a Bryce Harper home run. Uh, so, yes, Monday night was really big. And then I was like, oh, damn it. We don't have a podcast for me to brag about it. Uh, and so here's me bragging. OK, now I'm done because tonight I'll probably lose it all. Well, yeah, more than likely. And this just in uh, Megan Fox has left Machine Gun Kelly for Nate Lundy. <laughs> this is how lucky of a man you are right now, my friend. That is one am, heck of I'm a streak. Yeah, I'm on between the football picks that you and I made over the weekend, along with baseball on Monday night, uh, rolling in. I did a simple two-legger last night. I mean, I'm just it's it's a bit of a streak, but just like the last one, which was about three weeks ago, it'll come crashing down over the course of about 48 hours. So let's see what happens on today's pod. Ah, the law of averages about to kick in for Lundy. With that, yes, let's sir. get to it here on this hump day edition with another fade five. Number five. All right, Mr. Baseball, uh, a man that is breathing fire right now based on that rundown of Parlay's Uno Dos Trace that you hit for an astounding sum. Uh, I'm just going to throw out one Major League Baseball bet today, and I know you're going to have a whole host of them probably more in bonus time, but I like the White Sox, the Southsiders, to score in the first inning against the L.A. Angels at plus 145. Pull this one on DraftKings. Why? They're going up against a name that is legendary. Jansen Junk. Jansen Junk. (laughs) And I think the White Sox are going to kick him, you know where, in that first inning. uh, You look at Junk. I can't believe that's a a last name that exists. Uh, He's a number 28-ranked prospect uh, in this organization, so kind of a middle-of-the-road guy. Uh, he's only got one career starter under his belt. That was against the Rangers last time out. Three and two-thirds innings pitch. Gave up an earned run, six hits, and a walk. And the White Sox, he's just been raking at home. A 49-25 and 25 home record this season uh, with that explosive lineup uh, spearheaded by Tim Anderson and Jose Abreu and Louis Robert. Robert, uh, if you want to go French on it, I like to call him Robert. Uh, and company, Eloy Jimenez, somebody's going to score a run, apply foot to plate in the first inning, plus 145, swift kick to the old junk there, Lundy, fade or follow. <laughs> I like this. So this game's going to make an appearance again in bonus time. So that's the reason why I knew exactly <laughs> where you were going with Mr. Junk uh, on this one. 
I'll I'll tell you what I'll follow on this one, but even the and it's and it's in part because of the the plus juice that you're talking about because obviously there's the no run or yes run first inning bets that I like to do. You've talked about them. We've done them here on the pod before, um, and that one obviously doesn't matter which team scores as long as somebody does. But that one right now in that game is sitting at a minus one thirty. Um, whereas if you specifically say I think the Sox are going to score then you've got the opportunity to get the plus number. So I'm going to get seduced by the juice on this one. I think in general, I probably would give up some of the juice and go for that just anybody scoring, but I'll talk about that when we get to bonus time when I come back around to this game. Uh, Bet against junk. Put some bucks in your trunk. Number four. All right, moving on. Let's go to the Thursday night football college football game. I believe it's the only one on the docket. We got some action and we got uh, the Ohio Bobcats taking on Louisiana Lafayette and the Raging Cajuns, a team, remember, uh, that I bet on uh, in their opener against University of Texas, and they got slaughtered. So I already lost on that one. Nearly lost last week against FCS opponent Nichols State. But uh, unlike uh, Ohio, which lost against another FCS opponent in Duquesne, uh, you know, Louisiana pulled it off. Now, I think this team is still very talented. I know they've underachieved a bit here in the first couple of weeks, uh, but I'm going to lay the 20. I know it's a hefty number on the Raging Cajuns against those Bobcats, minus 110 at Caesars. You know, Ohio is really sputtered offensively. Uh, Rourke, their quarterback, has been lackluster to say the least. They've averaged just 17.5 points per game. And defensively, equally dreadful, number 78 in total D over the first couple of games of the season. Now, that's actually better than UL Lafayette, number 115 in total defense so far. But they played stiffer competition if that D can tighten up. And they did for the first three quarters Against Nichols State, they should be able to get it done. Levi Lewis is a special quarterback, dual-threat guy, uh, has already accumulated 586 passing yards, three touchdowns this season, has not committed a turnover. So I think they're going to fire on all cylinders in this one. It's going to be close, uh, but I think the Raging Cajuns cover the 20, win by anywhere between 22 and 24 points under the Thursday night lights. So fade or follow Louisiana minus 20 against OHIO, the Bobcats minus 110 at Caesars. I'm fading it because I don't like this number. Um, So you talked about the fact that it's 20 at Caesars. It's 21 at DK. This thing opened at like 19 and a half. I think it's going to keep creeping up, to be honest with you. And I might – this goes against what we were talking about before about pouncing on those player props. This one, I may want to wait to see exactly where it is as we get closer to kickoff tomorrow because this feels like a three-touchdown game to me. It feels like 21 right on the number, which makes me want to either alt-line it to try to buy myself a little bit of, of, of wiggle room or wait to see if it gets to the point where it's 21 and a half, in which case I'm going to jump on OHIO uh, to be able to cover that one because th- I think this is three touchdowns. Both of these teams have not looked good here so far uh, yeah. through the start of the season. So, uh, But it is Thursday night. I'll be excited to have a college game on opposite the Thursday night NFL contest, obviously, um, and may have to find a way to uh, you know sprinkle those two together into a two-legger. But I'm going to fade you on this one just because I'm not a fan of the 20. I want to wait to see what this line is tomorrow. Raging Cajuns for the cash. Bank on it. Number three. All right, let's move to that Thursday night football matchup between the fighting footballs and the New York Giants in a critical intra-divisional battle here in week two of the NFL season, kicking things off. And 
Uh, we're going to talk about some longer odds props uh, that are interessante, to say the least. And here's an extraordinary value on the board. I'll explain why momentarily. But Antonio Gibson to score two touchdowns against this rancid Giants defense plus 490 at Caesars. Now you compare that to some of the other books out there. Uh, the next best odds available are at BetMGM at plus 320. So again, extraordinary value at the plus 490, and I think it's doable. He had a couple of multi-TD games a season ago at 11 total touchdowns in 2020, and you look at what the workload was. Remember, uh, Kyle Allen mentioned to the backup quarterback for this team, Ron Rivera as well, that they want to utilize Antonio Gibson in a Christian McCaffrey fashion. Well, he had 23 touches in the opener against the Chargers, uh, went for 107 combined yards, did not find the end zone. Heck, could even have a red zone touch in that game mysteriously, but I think this Washington team will live inside the red zone, yes, even with a backup quarterback and Taylor Heineke. We're going to talk about him here in a minute under center. And you look at what the Giants gave up last week, Lundy. Melvin Gordon had that long, what was like 70-yard touchdown scamper up the left sideline. Uh, in total, 25 carries, 146 yards, and that long touchdown uh, against the Denver Broncos. That was 5.84 yards per carry. So a little bit of a stretch here, but not unfathomable. I think Antonio Gibson at plus 490 to score two TDs, it's doable. Again, it's Caesars. Fade or follow. Juice that baby up. I'll take a uh, I'll take a Thursday night mimosa here. I'll get seduced <laughs> by the juice on this one because that is a hell of a payday for something that could wind up happening again. You talked about Melvin Gordon breaking off that seventy yarder. Uh, you know, there's just there's there's too many opportunities here for somebody to find pay dirt, especially if they can get the ball to him out of the backfield even to catch it. So I think this is a good. You know, obviously it's it's a it's a big payday because you're taking a little bit of a stretch, uh, but. Looking at the matchup against the Giants, not a, not too bad of a stretch. So, yeah, I'm going to jump on this one because I like the number and I like the payday. Stay around for our top bets in the NFL Thursday night football and bonus time. Number two. All right, let's get back to the TNF matchup between Washington and New York. And I'm telling you, folks, Taylor Heideke is going to surprise. I pulled this one from points bet. I love this little two-legger. Uh, that they offer, and there are a lot of sports books that get creative, and they have some of these in-game specials that they offer. This one, Heineke to get 250 or more pass yards, and the Fighting Footballs to score the W. Plus 180 on that one. Again, at points bet, let's get seduced by the Jews. Uh, Heineke in week one in relief of Ryan Fitzpatrick. Remember, he was out with that hip subluxation uh, for upwards of the next eight weeks. He was number five in adjusted completion percentage at 85.7%. And I, you know, heart back to what he did in the wild card round against Tampa Bay last season. A very admirable effort. Uh, 306 passing yards, a touchdown, did have a pick, but the 46 rushing yards and a rushing TD, that is where he is sneaky good. And we may have a little prop action on that on tomorrow's show. You look at the Giants and what they surrendered through the air. Uh, in their opener against Teddy Two Gloves, 264 yards and a couple of touchdowns with a 7.3 YPA. But I, I think Heineke with Terry McLaurin, uh, with uh, Logan Thomas, with the assets is he, that he has and the skills that he possesses, and knowing that Adoree Jackson dinged up and overly forgiving, uh, I think he's going to tee off. This could be 260, 270 through the air, and I think Washington's going to win and maybe win convincingly in this game. So a plus 180, I'm locking and loading it. Fade or follow. 
I like this one. This is a good pre-built two-legger for you with a nice payday for something that I think will will likely happen. Um, it, and I'm with you. I think he's up at 260, maybe 270 by the time the game is done. Um, you know, I, I think there's I think there's too much value here in this at a plus 180. So I like this payday. I will jump on this one because I'm with you. I think Washington wins. So this is one of those. You look at the two pieces of the uh, of the two-legger here. I, I think Washington wins the game, and therefore I think as long as Heineke can perform form the way you and I think he can, which he should against this Giants defense. Uh, this is a nice little cash out. Uh, pour yourself a Heineke. Number one. All right, marching on. Uh, my top bet on the board right now for Thursday Night Football. And again, full game preview. Pick on the side. Pick out the total. All of our various uh, favorite player props, including an odds boost that you cannot pass up. And we're going to mention all that tomorrow. Uh, but on today's show, give me the under. On the New York Giants, 18 and a half total points in this game, minus 110 at DraftKings. Yes, I understand they hit the over in both contests against the Fighting Footballs last season, going for 20 and 23 points, uh, and actually getting not one but two wins against this franchise with the season sweep last season. Uh, but this Giants team is putrid, uh, to say the least. I think Sweat and Young are going to place. Uh, Daniel Jones and the Hurt Locker here. Now, Jones was only under duress on 25.6% of his dropbacks in week one against the Broncos. And Sweat Young only applied pressure on Justin Herbert of the Chargers 12.2% of the time. Uh, but I think that's anomalous across the board. Saquon's not 100%. Uh, the Giants, they're just going to struggle uh, trying to you know penetrate the invisible pool for six. So it could be a field goal fest for them. Maybe they get one TD in garbage time in the end and score right around 16 points. So give me the under on the G-Men. 18.5 total points, minus 110 at DraftKings. Fade or follow. Uh, follow on this one as well. I've got them pegged in this little preview. I, I've got them pegged for 17 points. So, um, but, you know, by the time we get to the full Thursday night preview on tomorrow's pod, we can talk more about that. But I like this one because I think they stay tucked underneath. I don't think 20 is within reach right now uh, for this squad. I think it will be uh, a field goal fest. Uh, you want a little early preview? Uh, Graham Gano over one and a half made field goals. Oh, it's only oh. minus. It's only minus 105, folks. Uh, there's not a lot of juice involved with that one. And I could see him after having no field goals against the Broncos. I could see him uh, knocking a couple of through because I think they're going to stall when they get down anywhere near the red zone and they're going to have to kick. So oh, yeah. uh, be- because of that, that idea, low scoring, the fact that they may stall out in the red zone. Not only do I like this Giants one, but a little early bonus time for you. As I said, take Graham Gano to have over one and a half field goals at a minus 105. There's an early bonus for you. Yeah, nice little value there after the shutout uh, with a leg from Gano. I like that call quite a bit. Oh, give me some more sensational calls, Mr. Baseball. It's bonus <laughs> time. What do you got? Uh, let me give you a couple. Look, like I said, we're riding a heater right now in baseball over the course of the last uh, 48 hours, which means it may come crashing down. Maybe we'll get one more day out of it. So let me drop a couple of things on you. First of all, uh, we were talking about that Angels White Sox game. Brad, I'm going to take the Angels on the run line at plus one and a half, which I can get at plus 105 odds right now at DraftKings. Here's why. As much as we can make fun of it, I'm going to throw a little bit of faith behind the junk, uh, and that being Jansen junk, and here's why. Dallas Keuchel has given up at least five earned runs in four straight games. This dude has not looked good in about a month. 
for the White Sox. The only uh, times that they have been winning when Keuchel has taken the mound is because the offense has gone nuts. Mm. Um, and they have been at times in some games where uh, they're still allowing the opponent, the opponent to stay with it. So I'm not positive that the Angels will pull off the upset necessarily, but I like the idea of them getting – uh, one and a half on the run line at plus odds. So I like that one. The other two-legger I'll go with, oh, the left coast, Brad. It's the best coast. It Let's is. go out there. Let's take uh, Oakland and the Dodgers, each one of them just straight up on the money line. In part, this is me trying to take advantage of the fact that the Dodgers should win their sixth in a row and sweep Arizona tonight. Um, but I'm also trying to get rid of that nasty juice that's involved on the Dodgers game. If you put Oakland and the Dodgers together, it turns into a plus 123. Uh, Sean Manaya um, is uh, going to be on the mound. Uh, he's gone seven innings in each of his last two starts. He's only given up three earned runs and had 18 strikeouts in those two. And so I think because of that, Oakland will take care of business. So give me Oakland and the Dodgers money line plus 123. If you put those two together, I have no baseball bets because I cannot uh, throw the uh, flaming arrow, shoot it like uh, Lundy is right now. So I'm going to abstain from anything, <laughs> anything in major league baseball and just give the floor to you on But I do have a look ahead player prop. Uh, I think it is an extraordinary value right now that you should lock and load if you're interested. Uh, I love the over on Jameis Winston, 225.5 pass yards, minus 115 at DraftKings against Carolina. Now, you look at what Carolina gave up in week one against Zach Wilson and the New York Jets. 258 yards through the air, a couple of touchdowns, just a 6.97 YPA. This is a projected middling secondary, at least preseason according to Pro Football Focus. And Winston, again, it was more of an aberration than anything else because he had so many short fields due to the turnovers the Packers, the fact they kept going for it on fourth down deep into their own territory. You know, he only had 148 passing yards. First quarterback in NFL history not to surpass 150 yards in a game yet throw five touchdowns. I think in this contest, he will uncork. It will be more traditional in terms of where you're going to get the ball uh, you know, to start your possession instead of you know being well inside your territory and converting with ease. So with all that pulled together, some sneaky shootout appeal in this one. Uh, I think it's like a 250, 260 passing yard game for famous Jameis. That's why I think the 225.5 number a wee bit suppressed. And with that, that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please check out Lundy and all his fabulous picks in baseball on social media at uh, Nate Lundy. You can follow me there at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.